welcome to another 12 Rows Back special. We gave you a podcast earlier this week going through the final round of the year, looking at the finals everything else. We are an awards season, uh, so lots of best and fairest, lots of this, lots of that, MVPs, we'll have the Brownlow in a few weeks, but we had the All-Australian squad named. Now, I'm here with Tom, and we're going to go through and give you our All-Australian team. What do you think, Tom? A few roos in there? Look, it might be tough to sneak them in. We, we did consider, you know, maybe a B or a C team, but I think we're going to stick with the cream of the crop. We're going to do the best team we could come up with this year. I'm, I'm pumped for this because, yeah, an initiative that we've been building between us uh, off, off the podcast for the last few weeks. Plenty of names to debate. Uh, even the way we put it together, we've debated, but I think we've we've narrowed it down to a bit of you go, I go, and... And, and we'll put the team together piece by piece, uh, backline, mid, forward line interchange. And I think you're pretty excited, Seb, to uh, include a medical sub as, uh, as teams are named in the AFL this year. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, honour that as well. Yeah, so we're not going to do a weak naming of a squad no. and give you the 40 best players. Uh, I think that's just pandering. Uh, name a team. And stick with the team. So no squad. We're just going to give you a team. That's the first team. There is no second team. If you didn't make this team, you're not good enough. Try again next year. Uh, It's based solely on this year and output this year. We're not using the uh, body of work rule that I think occasionally gets used. Um, And we're also ignoring the fact that apparently teams have to nominate their players for All-Australian, which is one reason why Boak was not in the squad. Which is criminal. So... Port Adelaide didn't, didn't nominate him, so apparently the selectors couldn't pick him. Now <laughs> That is bizarre. If he's good enough, he gets in. Forget the team nominating. You know, if the, the selectors should know who the good players are. They don't need that much help. Well, apparently they do. I think Melbourne named three-quarters of their list because <laughs> they've had about 15 in the squad. So maybe Melbourne are just the one team that nominated everyone else just picks up the scraps. But we are... We're not bound by rules. We're not governed by anything. We are just two blokes. It's like two blokes at the pub picking their best side of the year. That's what this is going to be. I like it. And uh, all biases, maybe not aside, because we're just two human beings. So uh, that'll be part of it. But you want to start down back, Tom? Well, yeah. Can I just add one more before we get into it? We are going to pick a side positionally. So you won't see us loading up with a forward light of mids. You know, we're going to try and and give some love to the, I guess, you know, the small forwards, the wingers. Maybe we might even sneak in a lockdown uh, backman. We don't know. But we're not going to have a forward line uh, with midfielder after midfielder next to those big key position blokes. So uh, let's get into it. Do you want me to take the new ball or you you want first crack with the back line? Oh, no, you can. Well, North have got the number one pick this year, do I? Yeah, all right. In Please honor don't of that, do I Zane. take it? No. Oh, jeez. No. No. Don't worry about that, Tom. Uh, look, Tom Stewart, he's missed the last two weeks, but he is still he's the number one defender in the comp for mine. Five years, three All-Australian Blazers, I think he's going to end up with. So I'd pick him as a back pocket to sort of... Uh, to cover and sort of help and, and effectively run the defense. Defensive captain, if you will. No, I like that, Seb. I, I, I had him in my uh, my list. I was considering that is, yeah, he's probably the best intercepting defender in our game. You could give him that. 
I'm going to take the big one full back and give it to Stephen May. He has been unbelievable for the D's this year. Uh, straightened up his off-field issues or if there were any off-field issues, having a beer. Uh, he's gotten fit. He's put the work in and he's just running that back line, the best defence in the comp uh, to perfection. So you've got to have him there at full back. Are we, are we going to have Lever in this team as well? Like, does May work on his own or does he rely on Lever helping him? Well, is that a thing? We could. I mean, I mean, you've got the next pick, but I might use him if it if it is my turn. I I, I think they both come almost as a package, and they both deserve their spot. To be honest. All right. Well, I better start getting outside of the Melbourne bubble. You're clearly stuck in. Uh, no, I think Alir Alir has been the recruit of the year, and he gets into my All Australian team. Where are you going to put Alir? Uh, what what position do you like him in? Oh, he can be a back pocket. He's just part of the defensive structure. All right. He gets in. He gets in. All right. Oh, no, I like that. A little earlier in a back pocket. Look, you, 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 you walked me into it. I picked two Ds off the top. I'm going to have stick uh, lever at centre-half back, actually. Love his work. Reads it off with May. He is an intelligent footballer. He, he leads that back line. Uh, just his on-field persona is huge. Uh you know, he's even smart in that he gets the matchup that just works for him and he can run off. So, loved his work. He's been huge all year. Lock Lever in for centre-half back. All right. So, let's... I reckon when we run this team, we'll switch those positions. I think Ali's more of a centre-half back and Lever's more of a <laughs> yeah, back yeah. pocket. But... I gave you the chance to put him there. Well, let's just pick the names. We'll... we'll... Line them up. Uh, I'm going to take Starsevic from Brisbane, so I'm going to try and pick someone who actually defends, unlike the two Melbourne blokes who zone off. Uh, Starsevic has just been an absolute star at locking down some of the best small forwards of the comp. Uh, He's week in, week out. The way they're currently picking all Australians, you actually you're better off not defending anyone and just intercept marking to make the all Australian team. It sounds bizarre, but that's the best defenders and that's what they do. Um, so I'm having Stasovic in from Brisbane, Tom. Nah, that, that's a nice one. Back flank, he, yeah, back flank. He he's had one of those years where one. he's he's huge within the four walls of his club. Needs more airtime outside it. It's in saying that the bloke I'm going to go with is similar. Callum Mills from Sydney. Absolutely loved his work for the Swans. We, we've lo- we've lauded their forward line. We've loved their kids, but he, you know, by all reports, was sort of having a little drop off last year. But he's he's straightened back up, and he's just a general of that back line. So I'm going to stick him on the other flank. Callum Mills. Yeah, right. Good, good to see you getting out of Victoria. <laughs> I like it, Tom. We'll we'll move on to our centre. Centre line, do we do the on ballers as well? Let's do, let's do the whole. Yeah, let, let, I'm 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 up for that. Let's do it. So I'm gonna go first, and I'm gonna put Paul Seedsman on a wing. Yeah, nice. Yep. All right. He's just about number one in every key category for a wingman. Uh, runs all day, gives Adelaide a lot of drive, um, kicks kicks the old goal here and there, uh, and. Like I said, we want some wingers in the team. We don't just want. It. We're not just going to put the mids on the wing where they'll lose their structure and just run in and hunt the footy. That's not what we're about. So, C's been on a wing. No, I like that. 
in saying staying within that wheelhouse of uh, yeah your pure sort of wingman, this bloke was a mature, very mature age recruit that joined a lot of old blokes at the Cattery, but he has had an outstanding year on, on a wing as well. Isaac Smith, uh, he, he's been huge there, uh, and he, he plays as a genuine wingman. You'll find him running from end-to-end end as he does. Um, he's been in everything for the Cats, and and he's just allowed a lot of quality to go through that midfield because they know that his gut running from end-to-end end is just going to sort them out as a you know a spare or you know sweeper or just a good kick inside 50. So um, you can sneak Isaac on a wing on the other side to big Paul Seedsman. Yeah, right. Isaac, that is a left field one. Yeah. Actually, I reckon they're two left field, but we've picked wingers as opposed to the best mids. Uh, pure mids, yep. I should say. On ball. This is tough. There are a lot of players <laughs> that have good years, but there court. are going to be three on the ball and a Ruckman. The Ruckman's... I won't let you have the Ruckman. I want to know who you pick. I think he picks himself. Yeah, Big, big Maxi. So, You've got to have Big Maxi, don't you? Yeah, probably do. Um, so I'm not gonna, you can you can have that pick. I'm not going to pick him. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, mate. Ollie Wines from the Power has to go on the ball. He yep. may well win the Brownlow. He has had just about the best season from any on-baller, and he's on my starting on-ball brigade. Nah, absolutely love that. Or is he traditional sentiment, Ollie Wines? Sentiment. All right, yeah, you whack him in the middle. That's that's smart. Uh, yeah, Ollie Wines, that, that's, that just writes itself. Uh all right, well, I'll take, I guess, are we, are we going sort of ruck, ruck, rover? I know he has ventured in the ruck, but look, you've you got to have uh, Marcus Bontempelli as your starting ruck rover. He, you know, he is another one that's going to be up there on Brownlow night. He has been absolutely everywhere, goal-kicking midfielder, uh, you know, driving the dogs at one stage to a top-of-the-ladder position. They've drifted late. Uh, you, you can't have this side without him in there, so you can whack him in at uh, ruck rover, the Bont. Yep, yep, he just about picks himself. Clayton Oliver will be our rover in this scenario, Tom. He is the driving force in that midfield, uh, gets his hands to everything, uh, just has a genuine impact for the Ds and he's pretty key to them winning multiple finals. So he's in, on the ball. Yeah, that, that's big. I know, I like that one though. He uh, is a... He, <laughs> He's just taken his game to new levels. Forward line now, Seb. So it gets interesting here. There, there's a, plenty of schools of thought. Um, I believe I've got the first pick here, and I'm, I'm just going to jump in and, and grab the Coleman medalist, Big Harry Mackay, getting the job done. 58's probably one of the lower Coleman medal winning totals we've seen, but that's the way footy rolls these days. I don't think we saw this level. I mean, this is competition leading in terms of goals uh, from him at this point. So he's ahead of schedule. Uh, a few massive bags in there, but he, he was, you know, goalless games aside, he was good for for at least a, a couple of majors a week, finding some sort of consistency. So he is one to watch for the Blues. Uh, I might whack him at centre-half forward for this team. Yep. No, he'd be... You'd, is it... I think it's just about a prerequisite. The Coleman medal winner should be in the All-Australian team. Yeah, fair rule. Uh, it's a fair rule, but if you're a runner-up, it doesn't doesn't mean anything. We know, well, yeah, from that point, I guess, so that's fair. There's... But 
you got to pick six forwards, and the Coleman Medal winner always gets in. But if you run her up, ah, oh, don't matter. We look at other things. It's just a little quirk. Uh, I'm going to pick a small forward because I think they're really key to how a forward line would structure. And he's a. We've mentioned him on the odd occasion on this podcast. Where are you Tom. going there? Yeah, Tommy Papley from the Swans. <laughs> he is the number one small forward in the competition, and he's would be in that regard out of the small forwards first picked for my side. He just he just comes through when they need him. Charlie Cameron's a close second in that regard. Just a lot of goals, um, didn't he, Cameron? But. He did. I just, maybe I like Papley. I said off the top, my bias will come into this and Papley's in. Are you going to claim, claim the pocket, just just to clarify there? Forward pocket or... Uh, no, full forward. <laughs> Coming out of the square. No, Papley. it's a forward pocket, but he does believe he's a full forward. He plays like one sometimes. Definitely, definitely does. Uh, but yes, forward pocket. Forward pocket's where he fits right in. Beautiful. I thought this bloke, when he was made captain... It might have been too soon, but he has proven that he loves the leadership. He wants to lead this club forward. I'm putting Toby Green on a forward flank. He has been unbelievable this year. I mean, the Giants were going through some stormy seas. He was captain. He has straightened them up. He, again, continues to be a match winner. Uh, he, he does it all, kicks bags, takes big marks, brings teammates with him. I've loved his work this year. He's put together a great season, so you can sneak him onto a half-back uh, sorry, half-forward flank, Toby Green. Yep, yep. He would have, he was, he's on my list here, Tom. It's almost <laughs> like you're reading off the list. Uh, oh, this one hurts, but I'm going to put him in, and it's it's sort of key because he can swap with someone in the middle and, and get us a clearance if we need it in this side, and that's Jake Stringer on the other flank. Um, he's <laughs> put together one hell of a year, and I've... I've I've not been alone, but I've potted him for his lack of consistency and he's had an outstanding year, which is basically we all knew he had this in him, but he's kept it consistent, so he's earned an All-Australian spot and he's on our flank. <laughs> that lot, You're happy with I'm that? I'm happy with that. that... Like, I think we're going to have to do some debating here shortly on who's <laughs> in and who's out, uh, but he's on a flank. Yeah, no, well played. Um, oh, maybe I should have whacked Green in a pocket... Because I, I thought of the... Well, I guess I'm actually struggling because there's a few coming through the door here. Um, well, throw some names out. Let's... Look, we like, widen it up a bit. There's a few that have sort of written theirself. Now, we, now we're getting into the end of the forward line and the and the interchange bench. Things can get a little wilder. Uh, you, you've taken the flank, so we can't put the track there, can we? You, you class him as no. a mid, wouldn't well, you, this year? I mean, I'd have him up forward. He's kicked goals. He's a goal kicking mid. So, would you f- flip Toby Green down to a pocket because yeah. he does play deeper? And I'm going to do that. Tracker on the flank. I know. I mean, we have, we set it off the top. The argument is there that you can't have. You know, we don't want to put the forward line chock full of mids. But he genuinely does both roles. You, you know, the dual position forward slash mid. Um, you know. Have a look at his stats. I'm pretty sure you'll find that they're, they're it's pretty even spread. Um, I mean, he just keeps on keeping on. He is an absolute jet, the track, and just continues to haunt Saints fans, given we could have had him back in 2014. I'm going with the track and leaving the last position in the forward line to you, Seb. 
Yeah, so I, I think this one picks himself with a little bit of ease as well. Um, but Tom Hawkins, I couldn't not have him in there. He's, he is second in the Coleman. Uh, but in terms of... He had a lot of criticism over the years. Like he had that year where his back was really gone and he looked like he was on his last legs a little bit, but he's had a real resurgence and, and you know he's got, got that fixed. He's just so important structurally to everything Geelong do. And it'd be the same thing in a side like this, like in our All-Australian team. I'd want Tom Hawkins playing deep and being that lead-up man and you'd have to put one to two on him. He's just so strong. He takes a hit-outs down forward. I can't think of a reason why you wouldn't want him in your Australian side. Oh, I like it. I mean, he has... I mean, we worried about the Hawkins-Cameron dynamic. Well, he's just played the whole season, Hawkins, and it, it just... The forward line still revolves around him. And he's doing it at an extremely high level. Um, that's why Geelong is so good, because now they can just add Cameron on top of that. So, yeah, look, he, he was on my list, Hawkins, so I like that one, Seb. Um... Let's get into the interchange. So here, I think you, you might find a few biases coming through. And I'm just going to str- jump straight in. Jackie Steele joins this team. He has had an un- another unbelievable year. Dare I say, he might have even gone higher than he did last year. Goal-kicking midfielder, they're incredibly rare. He's the best tackler in the game. Uh, if you like your AFL fantasy points, he's the number one ranked player in the comp. Uh, based on those stats, he's had another massive, massive season. And I know it's been up and down for the Saints, but he has been the one constant. He has been a shining light in some of our bad losses, and he's been awesome in some of our great wins. So Jackie Steele, for me, sneaks on the interchange uh, for, the, All right. for the Saints. Can you just, just pencil him in? Don't do it with ink. <laughs> We're going to write, run a few names into this one and, and just pick. Well, I reckon with the four available bench spots... Um, we do all right. just because there's a host of names you can sort of have here. Um, I'm going to get Steele in. I'll just tell you that much. But we'll, let's throw let's throw some names out there. He's on my list. He's just not necessarily in. Um, do you want a second Ruckman or not? I don't. Nah, I don't. Which hurts no. because he's had a great year, Sean Darcy. That's the name I've got is my second Ruck. Which oh, big, Nick, Nick Nat's Nat in the squad. Had a great year too, Nick Nat. But I like Sean I Darcy. I wouldn't have had him. But I wouldn't no, have either of I've, them in the team. I saw West Coast lose to the bottom side because Nick Knack didn't want to run back with his opponent to the goal square and Toddy marked it in the goal square and kicked the goal. So I couldn't have him. Any chance to bring um, that story up. Yeah, no, Sean Darcy would definitely be starting Ruckman of the second team, but they don't exist, so he doesn't make a team. Uh, so I've got Sam Walsh. In calculations. Oh, my word, I do because he's carried that football club on his back. I've got Tuke Miller in calculations. No, that's fair. Well, if we're going to just drop some mids, you've also, I mean, you've got to consider Bokey. Do you you throw a a Darcy Parrish in there and and a Jackson McRae? Did have Parrish. Did have McRae, but I'm starting to just think he's he's a Tom Mitchell-style ball gatherer, not ball user. Well, Tommy Um, Mitchell, he led the... um, AFL in disposal, so... That doesn't get him in my side. No, though. no, just, just out there for the listeners. Just for the record. Uh, McCluggage? Yeah, I considered him for the wing, but I think he just spends yep. too much time on the inside there. Um, 
for some names down back, Jake Lloyd had a huge year for the Swans. Uh, he'd have to be in considerations. And uh, up forward, do you like Bailey Fritch at all as, as a little bit of X no. Factor? No. 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 He kicked 13 goals against two poor sides, and that's inflated his numbers. He is not an All-Australian. <laughs> the lines we've, we've already got five demons in there. <laughs> yeah, well, that is true, actually. Um, They're not that good. No, nah, no. Nah, well, I mean, five is a lot. That That's sort of all-time sort of numbers. Um do you give any kudos to Dane Zorko? He, he had a hell of a year. Forward come mid, he, he he could be a nice he could be a nice medical sub. I I, I reckon. Yeah, he could. He's a, he, I mean, he'd be worthy of a medical sub. I mean, names now to consider for the bench too. Just just throwing a few in here. I mean, Joe Danaher kicked a goal in every game. He's been huge for the Lions. Carl no. Amon, he's been huge for the power. He's lifted his no. game. Uh, Zach Merritt, do you, do you give him any kudos there? You pick one of Darcy Parrish or Zach Merritt. So I couldn't have both. I couldn't have both of them in the mid in the team. Um, just because you've got a host of great midfielders, yeah. right? So I looked at it and thought they both had good years. Who's had the better year? And this is how I summed it up. Well, Darcy Parrish has won about three or four medals for best on ground. Correct. And Zach Merritt hasn't won them. So Parrish has had a better year and he's in. Well, not I'm not saying he's yeah. in, in, but he's he's the name I would put forward out of those two. Um, so this, well, this is where it gets tough. I know. And then, look, I'm thinking of even, you know, down back. I mean... Do you like a, a Daniel Rich coming off a halfback? Has, has Jacob Wiedering done enough? Um, you know, Jordan Dawson's hella, had a hell of a year for Sydney. Rory Laird keeps getting his stats. Jack Crisp. I mean, they're all, t- I guess, coming from the, the bottom teams. Um, do you like Buddy at all? You know, does Buddy get in calculations for, for a, probably not for oh, this side, yeah. but, you know. If we had a second team, yeah. maybe, but we don't. He's out. Um We've got four spots left on the bench, and like let's all right, let's let's be real here. Uh, am I going to be able to talk you out of Jack Steele? No. <laughs> no, I'm being honest. Right. I legit think he, he can so hold his he, own in this he, team. He's your captain, right? Correct. Uh, he he sets the standard of this team. Are you talking or of the Saints? No, no, no. <laughs> he wouldn't be captain of this team of your team, the Saints. So he, he's the captain. Does he take any responsibility for your up and down form this year? Well, I guess as captain, you you do. He has to. Yeah, I'll, I can't argue that. That I mean, he has played as well as On he that, could, but he is the captain. I mean, so Tuke Miller has also had an outstanding year, but the, uh, the Suns have no results their way. Yeah. So so, how do you weigh the two up? I want to get Tuke Miller in just because people keep saying how criminally underrated he is. And it's like, well, he's in the All-Australian squad. He's in the team. Like, let's just stop that narrative and just say he's a great player, because he is. Um, like, the two names I really want to push for are Took and Sam Walsh. Yeah, we'll see. Look, yeah. I'm liking Steele, and I've got to give kudos to Darcy Parrish, who has just lifted his game to a complete another level, and some of his numbers this year have, have been unbelievable. So we're we gonna we're just going to load up the bench with some mids here. Oh, I think you do. I think you sort of do, because normally what happens is they just fill out the whole team, whereas you throw them in the middle, you rotate your mids through. Um, you've got Petrarca, Green, who can come up and play on the ball. 
Uh, you've got Mills who can probably come up and play on the ball. There's a little bit of that. What I, um, what I think in terms of how we are going to end up picking these is... Uh, you sort of just have to have midfielders. No, I think unless you do. there's a real hybrid there. Um, I mean, the only exception might be the medical sub. Do you try and find a real utility that can play every spot on the ground, like a not this player, but they carry on about Nick Cox. He's 200 centimeters, can run, sit on a wing guard forward. He obviously hasn't had the year to do it, but is there a player like that, or maybe Buddy as your sub? <laughs> He would be an unbelievable sub. Can you imagine him coming on fresh halfway through the third quarter? He'd probably want to kill the person who said he's a sub. But. Yeah, I don't think they could. They couldn't even ask him to do that. Um, he'd be a hell of a proposition to, to bring on. I mean, if you, yeah, if you, I guess if you, you're talking about blokes that can play multiple positions, I mean, Zorko jumps out to me as a sub, given that he can go. I mean, he can sneak forward. He could go half back. He is a great mid too. Uh, he has a bit of flexibility yep. as a sub. Has had a great year too. I'm happy with Zorko as a sub. Right. Um, I am. It was probably my sort of seventh, eighth forward. Um, and yeah, obviously played a lot of his career in the midfield. Not that we're basing it on prior accomplishments, but this year he's had a great year and could go in the middle as the sub. Now. Uh, I could continue trying to talk you out of Jack Steele for another 10 minutes and we could have a lot of just back and forth and uh, it would just continue to show uh, get me further in the bad books with the Saints aficionado section of our listeners. So let's not do that. Let's say Jack Steele's in. Could you have Ben Cunnington in? He's a better clearance player than just about anyone we've already listed. You could. But didn't play a lot of the year. I feel like we're, we've we wandered sort of into the 2014-15 timeline. <laughs> um, did he play enough this year? Like, in all seriousness, I'm, I am trying to give you a shout because I'm holding firm on steel. But is he the rue that you would put if you were the club's nominating? You're going to put Cunnington into this debate over some of the, I guess, big ball winners you've had. And you've had some astronomical numbers from Zeeble and Hall. I'm not saying they're getting into this team and they're probably not even in the same postcode, but um, you, you don't want to throw up a Jai Simpkin as a, as a legit contender? No. Um, purely because you throw Cunnington in. He's played 15 games, Jeez, so that is two-thirds of the year. Yeah. And he's third in clearances per game, second in contested possessions per game, and third in centre clearances per game. Jeez, well, 19th in total clearances playing two-thirds of the year. So what I'm saying is, he's damn good. And because we were in the bottom side, he just didn't get the recognition. And he played 15 games. 26.8 disposal. Like, there's a lot of ways you can go with look, it. Look, if you're giving me steel, I'm going to... Look, it's a free swing for you. So I'll, I'll debate it, but, but put him in. As I said, I mean, I know I, you can I hold don't firm. think... I don't think he should get in over Took and Sam Walsh and probably Parrish or McCluggage, depending on which way you want to go on that pick. But um, yeah, because I could say he's in over Jack Steele. Yeah, that, look, that's interesting because, look, I mean, you could have McCluggage over Walsh. Or you could have McCluggage over uh, over Parrish too. I mean, it depends what you, you want. Uh, they've all done it at unbelievable levels. Um Look, I am being, I am holding firm and, and stubborn on steel. I, I just think 
the standard that he's played at this year and the style he's played in and under tackling machine kicking goals as well so he's just he's a, he is a rare mid and yeah he, he's held up the, I mean as he had just as good a year as he did last year you'd have to say yes well he had an All-Australian year last year as well um, uh, look I, I I just couldn't put out a team without without Steely in it so um, I'm holding firm on him um, I, look I, I think we've done it to be honest I, I really like this team I, I think positionally it's so who's up. our who's our fourth um Fourth mid. We've got on the bench. We've got Steele. We've got Took. We've got Sam Walsh. And uh, Darcy Parrish. And Darcy Parrish. And our super sub is Zorko. Super sub Zorko. Gee, that's a good team. So if we um if the AFL had any version of uh you know NBA two K <laughs> that game existed and was decent, you put this together, you wouldn't lose. This is a ninety nine squad, there's no doubt. So from the back line just to recap Tom Stewart, Stephen May, uh, we'll do a little switcheroo for you, Seb. Uh, Jake Lever, Stasevich, Alir Alir, Mills. Uh, you've got Seedsman on a wing, Ollie Wines in the middle, Isaac on the other wing. Uh, your centres are Gorn with Bont and Clayton Oliver. Forward line, you've got Petrarca, McKay, Stringer, and then full forward line, Papley, Hawkins, and Green. Uh, and the bench, Steele, Parrish, Miller, Walsh with a super sub Zorko. This is a great team. Your thoughts, Seb? Yeah, it, it is. That's the 12 rows back all Australian team. Uh, well, actually, let's rename it the all AFL team. <laughs> American style as we like to do it. But look, we've been, we've been strong on, we're not going for a squad. That is just the best 22 plus one team uh you can write in and tell us who we missed and why and how it's unfair and that's fine do your own team like this is all hypothetical it's all a bit of fun uh but we're not we can recognize some other individual seasons of greatness that didn't quite make it but they're not in our side so no disrespect with the squad but if you didn't make it you just didn't make it and uh do better next year don't worry about us just do better next year (laughs) That's all you can say, isn't it? You are right, though, Seb. I mean, if if you don't like it and you want to put something together and send it to us, as we say, we will read it out. This is the kind of pub talk that would take all night. We've been able to wrap it in a really succinct half hour for for our loyal listeners there. But look, we we love your thoughts. There's, There's every year... There's people that are stiff. They put the squad out. There's people that are stiff not to be in the squad. And then there's people in the team and there's stiff people that were in the squad, not the team. It's a never-ending debate. There's some bloody good players in this team. And this team, I think, holds up and represents this year in in an 18 with with four on the bench and a sub. I've loved our work, Seb. This is... uh, Yeah. yeah, This is going to be an annual tradition, I reckon, now. Yeah, great fun. And... As we've just said, please write in and tell us who we've missed. But you've got to tell us who comes out. You can't just say you missed player X, Y, Z. You've got to say you got he, you missed him over this player. Yeah, good call. Otherwise, it's just you can't, like, 32 doesn't go into 22. Yeah, correct. Simple maths. But uh, but that's, that's the challenge. Uh, so that squad will be announced later tonight. Uh, sorry, not that squad, the the official team. We'll see how much it differs, and I don't think they named a sub, even though the sub is now part of it. So uh, just one of the quirks of, of our league and our great game, but uh, 
But that's it, Tom. Good luck to your team if they're playing finals or good luck if they're already in the, uh, the trade season. And we'll see you next week on our next episode. Yeah.